Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. This is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. It's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors, 480-680-6868. Now, let's get to the show. Full transparency, you know, I'm a diehard George Bulldog fan, big college football fan. You're more of a Suns NFL fan, Matt Deaton, correct? I like the Suns for sure. I like college football. I have tickets to college football and college basketball. Still giving your money to those NILs. Nice job. (laughs) Tim Tebow celebrating his 36th birthday this weekend. And when he played at Florida, I hated him because he beat Georgia every single year. But in his second chapter, I got nothing but respect for the guy because anything he's wanted to do, he's been able to do it. He wanted to play in the NFL. He played in the NFL. He played minor league baseball. He's a commentator on ESPN. He does great mission work, does great work across the community. We had the opportunity to sit down with the birthday boy and talk about the power of having memory money in your finances. It's one of the buckets in which I specifically break down my finances is one of those is is making memories. It's in there for making memories for my family or for close friends or specific groups of people. It's literally a goal that I have is, okay, this year I want to create a memory or a moment for this group, for this, for this church, for my parents. And um, I'm very passionate about that because I think it really matters. There's so many things that we plan for, but why don't we plan for the memories and the moments? And one of those um, for me that I don't mind sharing is my, my dad is a history buff and loves World War II and had never been to Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. So for his 70th birthday, I had money in that pot. We got to spend time on the USS Chung Hoon. We got to do all the Pearl Harbor stuff. We got to do everything. He always sounds like he's out of breath. <laughs> Off the earth. Hey, he probably just, ran, he probably just ran like five miles just and then sat down for an interview. Well, yeah, well, there's probably what like would a, you sound like? You, we, would, we wouldn't hear you for 10 minutes. Just, <laughs> I ran five miles. Hey, I'll just do a phoner. I'll just go. I'll text you my answer. Just let me know what you need. So Tebow talking about the power of having that memory money. And it's something we talk about every weekend here on Success in the New Retirement. The buckets in retirement. How important it is to set aside a little bit of money for those experiences? You know, I think it's why we call it the golden years, right? Because we think about it. We dream about it. We see people doing things. And it's the time where you've you've sacrificed your entire life to build up a nest egg. And you want to be able to do the things in retirement that you've always dreamt of because now you have the time to do it. And Matt and I are are on board with that. You know, as we sit down and help people create their plans, that's often the question we ask them is, what do you want to do in retirement? And how do you want to spend that money? And as people come in, you know, it's easy to pick out the people that, that are just struggle to spend that money. They're just been savers their whole life. And one of my favorite things is to be able to to sit down with them and to show and say, look, we're this much ahead of the game. You're not spending what you even said you were going to spend. And so we've got this money that is, you know, you can't take it with you. So what are we going to do with it? And, and talk to them about how am I going to spend that money? And I think one of my favorite experiences with that, I'm actually going to sit down with, with this lady later this coming week and we're going to do a review of her stuff but a few years ago we sat down with her and her husband and and we had that conversation and it was um and she was the one that always struggled to spend the money the husband was like you know let's do this and and so we had that conversation what came out of it was you know i'd really like to take my grandchildren she had four grandchildren my kids and all of us go to hawaii 
And so we talked about what's that going to cost? And, and, and we, we came up and said, you know, look, we can do this. Here's the money. It's not going to affect you. I showed her all the things she needed to know to feel comfortable spending that money. And they did it. A couple of years later, um, husband passed away. And, you know, as we sat down with her and her son after a couple of years and, and we're having a review, that's what came up. I'm so glad, Damon, that we did that and we created those memories. We had the memory bucket like Tebow was talking about. And that's really what it comes down to in retirement is being able to do that. But it is impossible to do that without a good plan in place. And for those of you that are the savers in your relationship or that just, you know, are, have always been that way and struggle to do it, you're never going to spend that money unless you do have a plan and you can see and feel comfortable that you're going to be okay. And, and that's what we have been doing for 22 years is helping people have all the pieces in place to create that plan and have as part of that plan, that memory bucket to spend those dollars on the things that, that you've always wanted to. But the key is having the plan. So again, I think the big mistake that a lot of people make is they retire and they got this pile of money and they're like, okay, this has to last me until the day I die. And I don't know when I'm going to die. I don't know how long I'm going to live. I don't know if I'm going to have a long-term care issue or if this or that's going to happen. And so a lot of people will go, okay, because I don't know about all these things and I don't want to run out of money, I'm just going to hoard and protect and not spend any of this money. And so what ends up happening is life goes on and they have lots and lots of money and now they're 85 and they're like, oh man, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. And so what Damon and I have found is if you can build out a financial plan, and I found with the savers and even with the spenders, if you can show how they're going to be able to replace their paycheck, you can show them how they'll be able to give themselves incremental raises along the way to keep up with cost of living. And you show them that it's going to require them to use 50%, 75%, 90% of their assets to accomplish that. Now they can quantify and say, okay, well, that means that this other part that wasn't needed for that part of the plan, that's my fun money. That's my money that I can go and do something with. I can go play. I can go travel. I can take that trip. I can do what I want to with, with that money because I've got the plan that's going to protect my income and my needs. And that's been set aside. And I know that how that's going to happen. And I know how I'm going to have a paycheck five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And so the key is creating that plan that tells you what is kind of the extra money and what's what needs to be set aside for your future income. Because if you can do that, what I what I found is if people don't have that, too many people are paralyzed in their spending. They're so scared to spend because they're worried that they're going to spend a dollar that they needed five years from now that they don't spend anything. But if I can help them build out a plan that shows them, okay, yep, you got a plan here, you got a plan there, you got a plan there. Here's $50,000, here's $100,000, here's $200,000 that you saved up that's not needed for your plan, that if you want to go and spend that and go on that you know, trip you've always wanted to do, if you want to go and you know, spoil the grandkids, whatever is on the bucket list, that is the money you can use to do it. And that is the freeing part about having a financial plan. And so, again, I, I've seen so many people come in with that stress and like, you know, protecting their money, hoarding their money, not spending their money. And after they get a financial plan, boom, the next thing I hear from them is they're planning the vacation or they're planning this or they're buying that car that they always want. Whatever that is on the list, they, they're texting me or calling me and saying, yeah, I finally did it. And it is because they now have the confidence to actually spend and enjoy some of their money. And, and that comes with having a good financial plan. So I can't stress how important that is. 
you know, Matt, you were talking about how you tell clients from time to time, go spend your money. It's your money. Go spend it. You've done a good job saving up for retirement. But have you dealt with somebody because we're very emotional about our money as well? Somebody who refuses to quit working where you have to like shake them and say, you can retire. And they go, no, 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 no. I I want to keep working. I need to keep working. Does that happen? I have a client right now that her husband, you know, is saying you need to retire. He's already retired. He's like, honey, you need to be done. And she really just won't do it. Because she's like, okay, I'm going to work until I get to this thing because then healthcare will be cheaper and this. And I've showed her many times that they have enough money to cover the extra cost of healthcare if she retires before 65 and they can do this and they can do that. And she's just, uh, no matter what the plan says, she just really won't give that up. Mm-hmm. And so we've kind of given up, me and her husband kind of given up. It's okay, well, we'll just let it happen when it happens. And I think he sits there and prays that hopefully one day her job will be so stressful that she's just had it and she'll quit and he'll <laughs> rejoice. But there are some people that no matter what Damon and I do, that's just in their makeup. And so again, I I want to give people the option. I want to give them the option that if they go to day, one day to work and they're like, this is the last place in the world that I want to be and I don't want to come here again, that they have the freedom to you know, put the, the two-week notice in because they have a financial plan. That's what I want to give people. Now, if their personality doesn't allow them to quit and they want to keep working to a certain time or whatever it is, I can't change that about them, nor would I want to like put a ton of pressure on them. But Again, I want to give them the freedom and the flexibility that if they want to, they can. Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, a lot of boomers are starting to get a little concerned because, you know, the adults born in 1964 turning 59 this year. So that means the tail end of the baby boom generation, they're starting to get ready for retirement. But there was a Center for Retirement Research report that found that this same group has been hit hard by COVID and the Great Recession more than just about anybody else. And a lot of these boomers have 14% less in their retirement accounts. So for someone who is less than five years from retirement, what are you telling them? What advice are you offering? Throw down on black. (laughs) (laughs) Take what you have. Hit up Vegas. Let's see what happens. You know, um, it might feel like that. Sometimes I've had people come in that are behind. And most of the time, I find that they're more aggressive in their portfolios than they should be for the stage of life they're at because they feel like they're behind and they're they're seeking returns. They're seeking growth. And the the hard thing there is, is that is kind of like throwing down on black, even if you've watched the tables and it's it's hit red 20 times in a row, it's not a guarantee that the market's going to cooperate with you in your time schedule. So if you're five years away from retirement, if we say retirement's at 65 years old, then you're 60 years old, right? Or 67, that's your, your social security's full retirement age for most people that age right now, you're 62 years old. You know, you are in what we call the preservation stage of life where you've got to put and safeguard what you have accumulated throughout your life at this time at at a premium and say, I've got to preserve that. Yes, I need to grow it. But in order to do that, I need to have a good plan in place that's going to make sure that I'm efficient, that I'm well diversified, that I'm not paying extra in fees. And do I know, am I diversified? How do I tell? 
do I have tax diversification in my portfolio as well? Because there's, you know, if most of my money's in 401ks and IRAs, guess what? When I start to take it out, I'm going to pay tax on every single dollar. And do I want to give extra to Uncle Sam? Do I want to give extra to my advisor? How much am I paying in fees? And do I know in my mutual funds, if I have those, how much those cost in addition to what my advisor is charging me? Do I have a variable annuity? This is another uh, culprit of high fees. You know, if I have ETFs or stocks, am I paying commissions when they buy and sell? There's all kinds of ways that we pay fees and there's going to be fees. Don't get me wrong. You're, nobody's paying nothing, right? We don't get, there's, there's nothing free in life, but if we are paying an extra 1% in fees over a retirement lifespan, that's cutting off 10 years of retirement income. That's a massive amount of time, right? Mm -hmm. Do you, do you know, and most people don't, how much are am I paying in fees? And so those are some of the questions we answer for people as they come in. We start, we start with that. We start with educating by first understanding what is it you want to do? When do you want to retire and what resources do you have to work with? And then we can take that and say on the current path, Here's the probability that this is going to work with the income that you're expecting to have and when you're wanting to retire. If we project out that you live long to be 85, 90 years old, whatever day you want to put in there, is this going to work? And how much are you paying in fees? And if you could reduce that, if you could reduce your volatility, if you could get better diversified, here's the kind of difference that can make over time. And that is very enlightening, that conversation to help people get the education about where they sit to then say, is that where I want to be going? Am I doing what I want to be doing? Am I making my money work for me in the way that I want versus being dictated by things that you don't have control over in the market or paying more in fees to Uncle Sam by, by way of taxes or paying more to your advisor than you really want to be, right? I'm an advisor. I want to get paid, but I don't need to be taking extra um, in order to make your plan work. And so those are some of the questions that if you're sitting there and you're like, I don't really know the answers to these, this is, you know, the opportunity to get that second opinion. Come in, give us a call. Let us sit down and, and answer these questions for you over a couple of appointments to really educate you so you can make good decisions going forward. It's a complimentary Morningstar portfolio analysis from the team at Acute Wealth Advisors, where if you have questions, they're going to give you answers. Think about walking in the door and being a little nervous, a little anxious about your financial situation, but walking out with the confidence that you know you're on the right path. 480-680-6868. And if you've saved at least 250000 for your retirement, that consultation, no cost, no obligation. Again, 480-680-6868. We have a team member standing by right now to talk to you. And I know one of the conversations that you'll have is about your 401k strategy because as Americans struggle with the high cost of living, they're starting to turn to their credit cards and savings just to get by. There is a record $986 billion in credit card debts throughout American adults and their savings accounts. And Bank of America says that the number of people dipping into their 401ks to pay these bills is up 36%. So, Matt Deaton, if someone wants to take money from their retirement plan, from a 401k, to take care of a short-term need, how do you respond to that request? Well, I think we have to address the root of the problem. So I've had clients and people that have called in the radio and they've come in and they've had that issue where they're like, look, I've got this, this debt or this high credit card bill that's just killing me with the interest. I want to take money from my retirement account to get rid of that. Well, again, it may make sense uh, in some cases, if the credit card bill is really, really high to do that, but 
The problem is, and where I always talk to the client about is, look, we got to get to the root of the problem because if we go and pay off this credit card and it just comes roaring back, you use up 10 grand from your retirement account or from your emergency savings, you pay off the credit card and it comes back because you haven't fixed the root of the problem, which is the spending and or the income that you're bringing in. This is just going to be a perpetual problem and eventually you're just going to run out of money in your retirement accounts and, and then you'll have some serious regrets. So I always start with, hey, let's let's actually come up with a financial plan. So I had a client that, you know, they came in about, you know, six months ago and they said, man, you know, things are more expensive. Uh, the Social Security that we have and this pension, it's not generating the income that, that we need. And we need to figure out a way to get a pay raise because we're starting to build up some of the credit card. And so, uh, you know, they had been for two or three years. And so three years ago, we had kind of put in a plan to account for this. So one of the strategies that we had talked about a few years before was, look, we know that Social Security is not going to keep up with inflation. We that's a that's a given fact, even with the high inflation that we've had. We knew back in the day when it was just low inflation, that was the case. And so what we did when we put together their financial plan is we actually set aside some of their money and said, okay, this money we're gonna put into a type of strategy that's not gonna have as much risk as the market, it's gonna be designed to have some growth, and it's going to be very efficient in producing income when the time comes. And so when they came into the office, they were kind of, you know, saying, man, this is just, you know, costs are up, our healthcare costs is up, our, our food bills up, our gas prices up. I said, okay, well, you know, we plan for this. So we are going to now turn on that income stream from that asset that we had put together and saved and put a plan in place three years before. And they were kind of like, oh yeah, I, I kind of forgot about that. And so we were able to turn on the income stream and boom, all of a sudden they had another $1,200 a month coming in. And so suddenly they now had a surplus of income. They had some breathing room. And so they could clean up the credit card that had built up and they now had enough money to cover all of their expenses. And we have another one of those kind of buckets of money set aside that if three or four or five years or 10 years down the road, they come back in the office and say, hey, the bills are starting to add up and they're, they're more expensive and cost of living adjustments with social security haven't kept up, we have a plan. And so that's the key is, is if you're just willy nilly coming to the 401k and trying to use it as the piggy bank, that is not a plan. That's a plan for failure. That's going to be something that, again, you're not addressing the root of the problem. You do not have a financial plan of how you're going to provide income now and in the future. And so if you want to have a plan, if you want to have a way to be able to kind of navigate through the changes that you'll experience throughout your retirement, again, most people are going to be retired 20 to 25 years. We need to have a plan for how you're going to produce income now, 10 years from now, 15 years. I mean, we need to know what you're going to do so that you do not outspend money. You don't spend from the wrong bucket. All of these things need to be figured out. And so, again, if you're if you're like, that's me, I, I don't have a plan. I don't know where I'm going to be taking money from. I don't know how I'm replacing my paycheck. Give us a call. 480-680-6868. We would love to sit down with you, help you build that into your financial plan so that you know that five years from now, if you need a pay raise, this is where it's going to come from. And this is how I'm going to do it. And this is not going to jeopardize my ability to provide future income down the road because I put a plan in place. Again, that number is 480-680-6868. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions.
Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.